There, there does seem to be a changing face to um, and a, a, a change in the nature of abusive incidences. So the one thing that we have found is, is that the children who are being abused are getting younger and younger, and in fact the abusers themselves are also um, getting younger and younger. So if we look at the Optimus study of 2015, of the, uh, that study which found that one in five young people refor- reported some form of sexual abuse within their lifetime, uh, two-thirds of those were uh, perpetrated by young people. And the, the, the results from that study were absolutely frightening, Lynn. And, you know, um, it went on to say things that, you know, uh, for example, in your child's class at the moment, um, th- th- there may be 12 abused children sitting in the same classroom as your child. And that's horrifying. What can parents do um, to ensure that they keep their children as safe as possible? Well, if you extrapolate the, uh, you know, the statistics from that study um, that indicated one in five, we're looking at, you know, a population of 18 million children. So it's approximately 4 million children in our country that are being abused at some point in their life. And most often by somebody who is known to them. And so, you know, it's a very, very frightening picture that we that we are seeing. Uh, children themselves are taking on the very negative influences that, um, that are, you know, that are perpetrated um, in our country from the high levels of violence that are, are being perpetrated and are being experienced. And I think that we as a... So it's very difficult to protect your children from, uh, you know, people that they know, people in their school, in their, in their school, uh, school rooms. So I think that we as a society need to really, you know, start to consider the vast impact of the negative behavior in our country that is impacting on children and that there are percentage of children that are taking on violence and sexual violence as a mechanism of dealing with their, uh, you know, unmet emotional and physical needs. As a society, Lynn, uh, we are usually uh, more prone to um, thinking that our girl children are more vulnerable. But that same study also revealed that in South Africa, boys might even be at greater risk. Exactly. And that is a, a, an area of grave concern for Childline because... Traditionally, we have thought that girl children are more vulnerable, but in fact, um, you know, boy children are equally and, as you say, if not more vulnerable to sexual and other forms of violence, specifically, you know, physical abuse and bullying and that kind of thing. And so, you know, for many years, we have ignored our boy children's uh, need because we haven't had the being fully aware of the extent of violence against boy children. And so the current political kind of trend of focusing on girls is going to have a very negative um, impact on young boys that are growing up that have experienced some form of, of sexual violence. And we do know from other research studies that uh, young boys who have been 
offended against are more likely to take uh, to become uh, sexually violent themselves. It's not that every boy who's been sexually abused will become an abuser, but there is a higher propensity for that. And so we have to, as a society, address the vulnerabilities of all our children, both girls and boys. And in just in terms of the stats, Lynn, how rampant are these cases of child rape in Gauteng? And if possible, do you know the stats for other provinces as well? Well, um, the, you know, there, there is a, 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 a provincial profile to um, these stats. And so Gauteng is particularly hard hit in terms of it being a, a highly urbanized environment where um, there's somewhat of a transient um, nature to our population with lots of, of, of immigrants coming into the, into the province to, uh, you know, obviously seek for, for greater wealth and um, ability to make a living. And those children that are outside of their, you know, traditional um, supportive communities are exceptionally vulnerable. But then we also do see that there is a high incidence in rural areas. So it is a, a, a national phenomenon that we all need to grapple with and we all need to deal with. There's um, a message here from one of our listeners uh, who talks about his son who has unfortunately been assaulted and um, goes on to say that uh, what makes it worse, let me read it, um, it's from Mark in Belhan. Mark says, on Saturday, my 16-year-old son was assaulted, an adult known to my wife, and sadly, she refuses to report it. What can be done in this instance? Well, it is um, part of the legislation that all forms of, of violence against children do need to be reported, and it does, you know, so that um, we can understand what the, uh, the you know, the, the actual picture is, because sadly, uh, cases of abuse against children are very, very underreported, and, but I, and I think, you know, the priority is um, that we assist Mark's young son to deal with uh, this really tragic incident and also to help perpetrators to understand that there are consequences to hurting young people, that there are consequences to violence and that they have to face those consequences because, unfortunately, in terms of the limited capacity of our criminal justice system, many, many perpetrators are being, um, you know, are, are getting away with, with, uh, with sexual violence. Well, then we're going to have to leave it there for now. Thank you so much for your time, Director of Childline in Gauteng, Lynn Kaywood. And, of course, we'll talk more about this on the forum at 8. Uh, but the comments coming through are really, really heavy this morning, and understandably so. Um, many of you very angry, looking for drastic uh, action to be taken against the criminal element. Um, uh, this one says, uh, maybe that white judge was right about the rape and had to resign for telling the truth. But the bottom line is we need to stop this rape and killing now. And I mean now. And Martha concurs with that. Martha says, should a competent judge be suspended for implying that rape is part of our
our culture. We call it racism, but don't face the real problem in our country or in Africa where soldiers are raping children. And I dread turning on the news bulletin and a few others as well. Uh, This one says the sexual abuse of women is one facet of the widespread misconception that freedom means uh, being above the law. And uh, Itumeleng says uh, we lost it all when we took God out of the life of our country. No law can police our conscience. We need God. And uh, Dineo Babili says if hearing a woman's cry and that alone doesn't strike your conscience, you're a mess. Evil in physical form is what you are. So some of the comments there.